Hey, hey, what's good, everybody? It's Monday. Woo! Another week of access granted to Paul Stream. Mr. Antoine is in the building. My sister is in the building. Hello, everyone. My mother tried, my mother tried to eat with chopsticks, and I can't yes! wait to see the video. <laughs> <laughs> how yes. is every how is everything going, sis? Everything's going very, very well. Awesome it's, it's it's nice tonight. I actually have my husband home. He's in the other room. <laughs> Old Brooke Warriors in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so he fixed me some dinner, y'all. Mm, ain't nothing like with somebody when your husband cooks. your husband cook. I keep trying to tell my wife I'm the best cook in the house. I just need mm. to cook a little more often, you know. <laughs> Well, look. The funny thing, and this is sad, I, I'm definitely going to lose some points on this because I've literally been working from home 98% of the time for the last three years, and she still cooks more than I do. I this believe was, it. I this believe was my it. opportunity to really step up. <laughs> and you you failed. You failed that assignment. <laughs> he in the right? background shaking his head like, yep, this was my chance to really step up. Failed it. And I, I, I fail. I, I fail. Yeah. It'd be well, some days. I, I can't even. I, you know what? The last past two years, I actually started cooking more really? because I was home. Yeah. But before, when we started dating, he didn't even know I knew how to cook because I wouldn't tell him. <laughs> because you know he would cook. He would cook all the time. I would, I, I, you know, I was traveling, and then we would, when we, um, when I would come to see him, he would fix me. I mean, that man was frying chicken. He was, I'm telling you, he was cooking so good, and I was just like, "Well, no need for me to tell him. He's doing a good job." <laughs> you hit the if it ain't broke, don't fix it on you. Amen. Amen. In the church. Of access granted <laughs> podcast, okay, but it was it was my sister girl that said, um, uh, um, sis, did you, yeah. you did you tell him you could cook? I said no. She said, um, I think you better um tell that man um you know how to cook before somebody else cook for. Yeah. Let's just say I've been cooking ever since. <laughs> You know, I think I think when my wife and I first started dating, I think I cooked a couple of times for her before she actually cooked for me because we were, of course, living, you know, separately. Right, and right. She was at my house a lot more than I was at her house, and I think I think I cooked a lot more. See, um, for her. yeah. So y'all don't be getting on me. <laughs> it's, uh, as, as the women out there, when you hear this, okay, y'all understand when a man cook for you, you accept. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. 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 And I'll and I'll I'll admit, uh, you know, there are some days when I'm consciously sitting here working and I have the thought mm -hmm. process, she might be having a long day. It's eleven o'clock. Let me go right. pop something out, mm -hmm. it out, whatever the case may be, run to the store, grab something real quick, and have dinner ready for her when she get home and she'll walk in and she'll be like, mm, something smells good. Good. Yeah. I know I'm gonna get I know I'm gonna get my feet rubbed and my back rubbed and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but right, right. but overall, the big picture of you know post-pandemic times, I definitely haven't been in that kitchen as much as I should have. So right, I'm right. I might, I might cook tomorrow. No, I gotta go in tomorrow. Never mind. Stress See, that. I might cook you know Thursday. What? See, I was giving you an open door here. 
I might trip Thursday, man. I got to go into the office on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But before we even go too much further, man, I have to say a super big congratulations to my sister, the now Reverend Kiara Noble. Her ordination service was this past Friday at Victorious Living Faith. And so uh, it was so awesome. I told you that Pastor Gray was uh was speaking. Yes, I saw it. I saw it online. So you saw all of the all of his all of his children, all of his church children. Yep. All of them, you know, all of the ministers and oh yeah, ministers. I saw him. I saw him in the yeah. house. And and the crazy part about it is like that literally was only scratching the surface of you know the people that he's birthed into ministry, but to yeah. have all those people, you know, in the building at the same time was absolutely amazing. The only thing I'm going to say is what could have made it. The only thing that could have made that any better is if it was still at St. Stephen's. And that's just because where we all, you know what I mean? Right. But you know what? With growth, there comes change. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it, it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right there, because actually, I think the intimacy. Yep, made it, it, it was it was a different. It was very different than others that I've been to. I okay. think that, I think hers was so intimate, and I think that's what we're lacking. Yeah. Um, in some of these churches, is having that intimacy when things like that occur. So every church can't be a mega church. Every church cannot. Message. But anyway. However, St. <laughs> Stephen's is yeah. one of your A churches in the AME, Baltimore, you know, in this Maryland area. So, absolutely, absolutely. got to accept. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. absolutely, always. But yeah, it was it was an amazing night. Um, the praise and worship team we showed off a little bit and did a bit. I saw y'all up there. We, we showed off, you know, we showed off a little bit. You know, we ain't do too much. You know, we ain't want to. We ain't want to put on a full concert and take away from her night. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ain't want to steal the whole spotlight. But it was, man. I it was, saw y'all. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. It was beautiful. Um, yeah, it was an amazing. Mm -hmm. like, like, if we could do it all over again, I would want it to go exactly as it went. As it know? did, right? Um, yeah. And it was special because that was her father's birthday. And as yes. many of you just lost her father a few months ago, so she wanted to have that special day on uh, his birthday. And the program that I don't know if you could see it because I, I know that they had it on the screen. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the back, but there's a picture of her, and then it was a silhouette of her father. Father in the back, looking over her, looking yeah. over her. So it, it was, man. It was it was absolutely amazing. But congratulations to my sis man she and then she had, she actually came and sang praise and worship with us on sunday she showed off the whole weekend look at that so you know what i told you with newness come change yeah, she didn't know she was singing the happenings she didn't know she, she didn't know she was singing we we, we snatched up y'all coerced her yeah, no, nah, we made her come. Nah. <laughs> y'all voluntold her. Y'all yeah. voluntold her. In the words of Reverend Jackie, she was voluntold. She, she came was voluntold. <laughs> but man, definitely, um, shout out and, and congratulations to my sis, yeah. and also, um, a big, a super big congratulations to my goddaughter Kiana Myers, Erica's daughter, Erica Lovelace's daughter. Uh huh. Um, agenda reveal over the weekend and she is will be bringing a baby girl into the world 
Oh, wow. Uh, so happy for her. Well, congratulations. Look at her I'm, being a mommy. My, my wife, my wife and I and her mom were the only ones that knew what the gender was going to be. So I wasn't surprised on Saturday, but it was good to see, you know, that reaction because, you know, right. gender reveals are now a major production. You know, they are major Hollywood production. <laughs> you know, I, I told you know what you're right because I even told my husband I said you know what now that everybody doing gender reveals we're going to do a retirement reveal what mm. is he going to do when he retires mm. he was Hold like because my retirement reveal will be coming in a, in a couple of years prayerfully see? I'm telling you <laughs> they they wanted to do fireworks but unfortunately <laughs> you know you have to have permission to do right to do that. <laughs> So, you know, this was a little thing where the, you, you pop the tube and the color. Oh, the confetti or, or uh, the smoke. Confetti. It was it was smoke. It was smoke. like just smoke going up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it was very it was a really, nice. Really nice event. And um we were made the official godparents of the child to be. Oh wow. You know, that's a big lost, deal. Yeah, I lost count. I, I I told her like there has to be at some point we gotta start getting godparent stipends. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I I feel like I've lost track because I'm I'm we're Kiana's godparents, we're technically all of her siblings' godparents, and then all of the grandkids we're like their godparents, and then we're like godparents, you know, officially or unofficially for about another eighty-five to ninety kids that you know. Y'all, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> You need a T-shirt, and you know how when you have your names in, like the year that you graduate, and the names be in there. You need to just have y'all last name on the back of your shirt, and then all your godchildren written in there. There's <laughs> not enough space on a shirt to fit all of our official. <laughs> so that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. But yeah, so shout out to them. Um, nice. A great weekend. Um, anything. Anything amazing going on on your side of the world? Um, ac actually, actually, um, some things are happening, and I cannot you eating wait. Yet? Huh? You eating apples yet? Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, my cover art, all that is done. So it's now uploading, so that I can start advertising for everyone to start listening. So that will be out juicy bits and things. So I am, I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm so, huh, I'm so excited. So please go over to YouTube, follow me over there because you know, there's content on, on my YouTube channel started, you know, putting some new things on there. So please go over there. Um, now YouTube is changing things. So, uh, we need to be mindful of what they are changing because now, even if you are under a thousand subscribers, you get the community's tab. So, and they're giving us um, handles, so you you can get a handle which is you know distinctly yours. So yours would be access granted the podcast. Yep. Oh, well, all okay. of that's coming coming together for November, but for myself. Please check me out over at Alenia Renee um, on YouTube. Also, um, the Joy Nook Book Club, you know, constantly posting every week for um, on the Joy Nook Book Club podcast on YouTube and on what women are thinking and um, in 
a matter of a week, it will be Juicy Bits and Things podcast. We working over here, y'all. Yes, yes. We working over here. That's all I can say. We working, you know. We still got Signature Long Islands coming out, you know. Look at, at you. Don't, you know. don't be trying to show off. <laughs> you know, we still got the Signature Drink coming. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that, but we've, we've changed something up. We're not going to go with the Black Cherry. We're going to go with another right. infused flavor. But um, the Baltimore half and half is still popping off. So, yeah, big things. We, 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 that's, all we, that's all we do. You know. Yeah, that's, that's what, what, life, what I said. Life is all about that. And speaking of working, I, I read this guy's bio, and I feel like he's a hardworking brother as well. Yes. With one of the dopest names, <laughs> with one of the dopest MC names that I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, I can't him. wait to find out how. Exactly. Right? And, <laughs> I mean, because it's definitely something that I do. You know what I mean? It's definitely something that I do. But then I also hit that certain button daily when it's time to get up and I ain't ready. And I just reach over and hit that button. So there's a couple of different meanings that this name could have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or don't <laughs> sleep on them. Yeah. Don't. Boom. You see, Y'all see what she did there? <laughs> don't sleep on them. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Snooze Daily is in the building. What's going on, bro? What's going on, brother? How you doing, sis? Man, Hello. We, we good, bro. As, as, yes. as I said, we, we working over here, man. We trying to be like you when we when we grow up. Oh, man, I'm just working the same, man. Just trying to put at least a day's work in every day. I yeah. know that's right. So, so did you hit the snooze button daily, man? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the metaphor as far as hitting the snooze button. Most people think it's to go to sleep. Mine is. I'm always laid back, so when you hit that button, it means it's something else. Oh, you know, don't push, don't poke the bear. Don't poke the bear. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, don't it's, do it. I mean, it's, it. a, it's a bunch of things, but I mean, it started from the name Sleep. Mm. I have a lazy eye. I used to play football in high school, you know, middle linebacker. Mm -hmm. knocked a lot of heads around so that the nickname stuck but mm -hmm. then I had a cousin who used to call me you know he he would say sleep a certain way like sweepy and everybody started copying him and he didn't like it so one day he was like yo I'm gonna call you snooze and I was like yo I like that I'm gonna keep that so I just right. daily because a lot of times when people see me I'm laid back I'm a big guy I'm laid back I don't you know humble attitude you know, mm -hmm. I kind of like, I look at life fair. I try and be fair with everything that, you know, looking, especially looking myself in the mirror, be fair with myself before I, you know, judge anybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's some good stuff. Good stuff. Now, when, I was, when I was looking at your information, um, the one thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that you work with Has G. Uh -huh. We had the honor and the privilege to have that brother on the show last year. Um, a really amazing, really amazing producer. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, when I found out that you worked with him, I was like, yeah, I gotta, we, we gotta, you know, get you up here. How, how did that, how did that, uh, that situation? Uh, um, I'm a, I was a fan coming up, you know what I mean? And one of my boys, you know, rest in peace, my brother Crack Valve, he, he became good friends through his record deal, record deal with our record with Hots. So as a surprise, one day he took me to see Hodge. This is years back. I mean, and you know, 
I played high some music and he gave me a free beat. And um, years went past, my boy passed away, but long story short, when I when he gave me the beat, I recorded a song to it, but I sent it to the wrong email address. Oh, wow. <laughs> moving too fast. Yeah. And excited. You know, time went by and I never heard anything back, but unfound to me, I, at the time, I didn't know I sent it to the wrong email address. So time goes past, you know, my brother passes away and, um, you know, I kind of gave up on music a little while just to get you know things in order and get my mind my mind straight. And you know, one day I was just sitting in the room, kind of talking to myself. And my brother's obituary picture, like, "Yo, if I'm gonna do this, and uh, we gonna do this for real, I gotta find hot. Like, we gotta do this. I gotta find Phantom. And we gotta see what he's gonna say." So, ironically, this is right when the pandemic started. And I said to myself, I'm gonna try and find them, but I had no contact or any type of way to find them. So I, I figured I'll go on Instagram and search the name. But, you know, I'm gonna tell you how God works. As you load on Instagram, you know it take time to load up. Right. Post that loaded up was Phantom of the B, Hodge <laughs> So at that point, I sent them a, um, you know, I sent them a, um, a text and like, yo, this is Snooze, you remember me? Give me a beat, blah, blah, blah. Give me back like five minutes. Like, yeah, I remember you. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get back to doing my music. I got some things, I need some tracks. So he was like, send me what you worked on. So I sent him a couple of joints I already had. And um, then maybe five, 10 minutes, he called me back. Like, yo, let's work. Mm -hmm. That's nice. much history. We've been working since. This is actually our second go round right now. We had the first song last year that we put out. Oh Lord, you know it was considered for a Grammy nominee, but of course, you know I didn't get that far. But of course, Beast of Wolverine is considered for a Grammy nominee again. So we're just trying to keep pushing and, you know, hopefully just try and keep everything, you know in good hopes and prayers to hopefully get there one day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So so what did it mean to you as, as an artist to kind of like get that stamp of approval from a guy that's, you know, technically when you when you look at the work, he's a legend in the game. Yeah. Honestly, when you look at his work, he, he's definitely I mean, He's done, I mean, his discography is a lot of, like, I'm a fan of a lot of them dudes. So just knowing what he's done already, and you know that just gives me the confidence to be even more into what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, for somebody like him to take time out and work with me, it just means a lot because I've I've already seen what he's worked with. Yeah, you know, I've seen I've seen the Billboard joints that he's had. So most of it is listening and learning, and then you know just telling him what I want to do. We sit down; it's a brotherhood. You know, right. not like he's my boss or anything. We sit down and we really talk like brothers and we come up with a plan and try and make the best happen, you know, what we got. Right. 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 So how long have you, <clears throat> once you, you said you stopped and then you started again. So how long have you been doing this? As far as how long I've been doing this period, 
I've been doing this for a long, I would say at least about 25, 30 years. Look at that. I've been, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to mm-hmm. grow up under Aunt had, you know, the Cool Hurt tapes. So growing up, listening to those tapes that most people, you know, the house parties were Cool Hurt. I was probably a kid in diapers at that time. I don't know nothing about that, but the hear, right. you know, sparked the whole thing. And then, you know, listening to from hip hop then to now and being able to, you know, at least be noticeable. That means a lot to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with the young guys, especially being in Long Island, they consider me one of the OGs. Right. Um, I sit down, listen to them. And if they got something going on, I definitely, you know, try and help push whatever they're doing. So there's a mm-hmm. couple of young artists out here that I work with. You know, they got their things going. They do their own thing while I'm doing mine. But right. I help them push a little something. I do the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Right. That's right. So I noticed the hat. Yeah. I noticed the hat. And, and, and I know the area that that represents. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I know, you, yeah, I know you from the island, man. And, um, you know, if my memory serves me correctly, man, there is a long list of legendary MCs, man, that have come out of Long Island, Lord knows. Um, two of which being my favorite, EPMD, my all-time favorite group. Um, just talk a little bit about, you know, that, that history of, of growing up, you know, around those people, if you know any of them, or just, you know, do you feel any pressure, you know, as, as being, you know, an MC from such a legendary part of, of New York? I mean, I don't think I feel too much pressure. It's an honor coming from yeah. the depths of those, you know, where they came from. Like, I mean, come walking home from high school, we used to see Chuck and them you know, running around the hood, public enemy. So it's one of those situations where, you know, through the years, as you get older, you start to realize you feel like you belong. It's mm-hmm. not more like you look mm-hmm. at them. As, you know, you still right. look at the pioneers and you're showing them respect, but you look at them as, a, those are my peers. Yeah. I want more as, yo, you know, fanning out and, yo, I want to be like that. Now I realize right. I can be that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just about putting your mind to it and staying in course and pretty much not taking no for an answer. Even if they take no, just be persistent and keep going. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people tell you no, they'll circle back around when it's time. You know, I'm one of the true believers that I'm going to keep pushing this until I die. It's part of my life. It's not really just, you know, it's the culture that I live. I was born around that time and I've lived it my whole life. Been around it. DJ, you know, the beatbox, the banging on the table in the lunchroom, you know what I mean? That's been me my whole life. So, I mean, for me, it's just an everyday thing. It's like, you know, I work by nine to five, but then I have a second job, which is my music. So when I come Mm -hmm. home, I punch my five again. You know, at least for two to three, maybe four hours a day just to work on some work on my craft. Right. Plus also just Sometimes working, getting out there, and just, you know, most times just being humble. I let the music speak for me. I'm not used to yell like, yo, I'm the nicest and I'm the best. I pretty much let my music speak for me. It's really my therapy. Um, I tell people most times, you know, I don't need a therapist. I have hip hop. I have a pad of pen, so that's my therapist. Instead of laying on the couch, 
I'm gonna come home and that's gonna be my my vent source over a track. Right, right. You know, I, I don't write, I don't make music as far as violent music too much. I make music more relative for like real life, travel mm-hmm. relations, stuff that people go through. I, I'm I'm more of a of an artist that I get I get I feel more better when people can relate to my music more than you know, just hearing and saying it's good, but they can understand what I'm saying and more relate to what they're going through and understand. I mean, everybody goes through things at different times and, and it's relatable different ways. So right. I can help some people. Right. So how, now you've been doing this for 25 years and you, as you were just saying, you want to be relatable. What things are you doing outside of, you know, um, just rapping that is helping you to stay grounded and relevant for, you know, for this this audience? Because things are changing. I know the music sounds different than, you know. I mean, music is different. I have, uh, that's the thing. I work with a couple of the young kids that are around me. Mm-hmm. They come and let me hear that stuff and I'll critique it, but then... There's also paying attention, like I said, some of the new wave stuff, I'm not into it all, but right. I do listen and understand where music is going and just try and keep myself relatable as far as the sound. Right. Keep my lyrics New York and, you know, my sound may be a little, as they say, dated as far as boom bap, but I don't ever think it's dated, it's music. So if, it's, right. if, if people feel it, it doesn't matter about time. It's just about making timeless music because I have a friend that says that Will Smith is the GOAT when it comes to music. And his argument is, you know, the song Summertime. It's a mm-hmm. timeless song. It plays every year, every barbecue. And, yeah. you know, the aim. If you make yeah. music, you'll always be able to be relative in the time that no matter what's going on. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> And I, I think a lot of uh I think a lot of hip hop artists don't understand that perspective. Right. Um, I think they get caught up in the what's hot now. Yeah. Well, you know I think it's more, you know, they're trying to aim like because now it's not it's not the same way you had to shop a deal. You kind of gotta build yourself up. Artists, the labels are not artists to doing the artist development no more. So you have an artist out here trying to develop itself. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're getting the following and everything from what they're doing, but then now the business side of it, you know what I mean? That's where you got to watch because they're young, they flash a bunch of money in their face, and then they make a decision that could basically alter their whole lifestyle. Right. So the thing is to kind of pay attention. And I got, like, I've taken a page out of most of the young guys' book because I come from the era of putting your feet to the ground and actually trying to be in front of an A&R and some of these CEOs and just trying to get your chance. Whereas now with the internet and how to move and how to build it and fight the algorithm and how to move and how to build your your, your fan base, I've taken a page out of some of these young boys' books and they've showed me how to work it. So mm-hmm. at the same token, it's one hand wash the other because there's some stuff right. in the business I know that I can guide them and there's stuff with the internet that they're guiding me that I don't really know. So right. we just keep it as a as a family over as a whole. 
do you do you feel like it's a gift or a curse that like technology has made it so easy now for you to kind of you know put your music out to the world and you know kind of I won't say have overnight success because a lot of it doesn't happen overnight still, but it's a lot easier now than it was you know, back around the time that you got started when, like you said, you literally had to go to these, uh, you know, different record labels and, and pretty much shop yourself. I think it's more on the individual on what you're trying to push. I mean, sometimes I look at the, the way things are going as far as hip hop and what sets me different from that. That's why I always be me and do what I do. It separates me, period, because my sound is, when I listen to what's on the radio and what everybody's doing, it's more the drill and everything like that, which is fine. Right. That's not what I do. I'm not saying I can't do it, but that's not what I do. Right. So I'm going to do what I do, and those who like it will rock with it, and then those who come around will come around, and then I'll keep it moving. You know, He's staying in his lane. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to try and be somebody I'm not. Right, so right, exactly. Get in your lane and do what you do and do it very mm-hmm. well. Right, and, and do it well. It's funny that you say that, sis. You say that with a laugh, but, like, there's so many people that don't that don't know how to do that. You know what true. I'm saying? Like, that's so, true. I mean, so many I, like, I stay in my lane, but I go left. My thing is sometimes I'll go left, but I still keep it mean. It might right. sound like today's music, but when you hear me start rhyming, you're like, wait a minute, this ain't what I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. But sometimes that captivates them to listen because now it's different. So you're right. talking from the content standpoint, you know, of, of what mean, you're saying. Yeah. Most times for me, it's content. You know what I mean? It's life. It's like I tell people, it's my life in bars. You know what I mean? It's, it's things I go through. I mean, right. uh, some of it is some of it is what I see. It's not all me that's going through it. Some of it is what I see goes through right. during the day. Mm-hmm. Some of it is just all what's in my everyday life, and then what I consume as far as through my movements in this world. Right. That's what I write. My feelings, how I feel about it, you know, how I maneuver through it, and things like that. That's basically what I talk about. I mean, you get the songs like Beast and Wolverine, which is basically my view on uh, hip hop as far as how they try and make everybody sound the same for the money. And, you know, it was funny because I was really thinking like how they would try and download rappers and clone rappers to be sounding, you know, one way. And then they came out with that artificial rapper which kind of helped me in this whole Beast and Wolverine thing because that's what the whole concept of the song was about. Yeah. We got that loaded up. We're going we're gonna to watch that video a little bit later. We got, we got that loaded up. That was pretty much the idea on the, on the video just to show my, my view on what's happening in the hip-hop. Like, right. So you have the new artist, you know, I'll say like a little baby. You know, he's, he's, he's new. He's a new age. He's one of the top new age artists, but... I mean, it took me some time to get into him, but when I listened and I went back and heard some of his other stuff, I'm like, yo, he's really spitting. But it took me time to understand, but sometimes listening to it, you're like, yo, this is dope, but you don't pay attention to the lyrics. Right, right. You know, that's that's the thing for me. Some of them rhyme too fast. I got to go back and, you know, 
sit down and concentrate. But when I'm listening, I'm like, okay, I like this. So then I'll go back and listen. And then sometimes it'll captivate me to go check what, what else they have. So he was one of those artists that really made me go back. And what really made me go back was the song he had during the protest. Was like, yo, he's not really on all of this trap West. He really spit some conscious. Let me go back and see what this boy talking about. Mm-hmm. Nothing to say, nothing against his music, because I listened to it, but just to understand more deeply what he was talking about. And right. then, you know, seeing the movements, as you go back, you see the things he's done for his city, his community. You're like, all right, he's one of the smart ones. We need more like him. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I understand some people, you know, it's the environment or where they're from, and mm-hmm. but it's a choice. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I believe with the guns on camera and all of that, I, I don't I don't believe in that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and say I don't believe in people, you know, protecting themselves however they see fit, but I don't think you got to show it off. Right, that, right. That's going to make me go listen to some little baby, man. I mean, he's spitting, he got some stuff, man. I mean, there's a lot of young artists out there that I'm starting to get into that I'm really paying attention to. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I started listening to Jack Harlow. He's a little more, you know what I mean? A lot more different artists just to understand what's going on with the new sound. Right. So you got to do that. And I do take time to step back and, and, you know, just one day type in a new name and see what they talk about. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. mean then nothing against them. It's just not what I like. Yeah. Right. And I've, I've heard some, you know, some some veteran artists, some more established artists say, you know, during interviews that a lot of times they will they will give you just enough of what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Kind of like reel you in and have you, as you said, you, you hear something that you like and you go back and you start listening to their other stuff. And then when you go back and you start listening to some of the other stuff they're putting out. It's a lot more substance to it. Yeah you with some conscious messages, they're hitting you with some positivity. But unfortunately, you know, we live in a day and time where sometimes it might have to hit you with a little other, you know. Sometimes that can turn you away from what they do. And, you know, people can be judgmental when they see certain things, especially around this time with everything going on, the violence and, you know, back and forth. I think it's more. I think it's more. People need to stop judging sometimes and understand because sometimes it's just a cry for help, and it's not even a cry for help. It's just listen. Right. Sometimes as older people, we don't listen to the younger cats. We just think we know it all, but this is not our era no more. This is their era. You got to listen more than preach. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know, just listening. I've been fortunate enough to have so many young dudes come and talk to me and I just listen. And sometimes I learn from them. Yeah. Right. You know, I'll sit there and say, yo, yo, you know, that was dope. This is how you did this. And they're like, oh, that's nothing. Here, let me show you. Hmm. But you know what I'm saying? And, that, and it's just some time from me just spending that time and listening to them. They might be going through something. And I, they'll come to me, yo, man, I feel like, and I'll be like, nah, chill. Come right. Through. Chill, let's talk about it. What's up? And that little five-minute talk is not to maybe change him from going out there and pulling the trigger, doing something stupid. Who knows? That's all right. I'll take that time. Yeah. It's five, ten minutes of my time, or however long it is, I'm going to take that time. Right. 
You know, I try, I try and make myself approachable for most people. You know, I'm I'm not a really up in your face person, but you know, I'm a people's person. Mm-hmm. I feel I am. You right. Know, a lot of people may look at me and not want to approach sometimes, but I'm I'm cool. I'm laid back. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm approachable. <laughs> you know, some like I, all right. I work. I drive an ambulance during the day, so I work on the front line. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes picking up these patients when they see me come in there, they're a little intimidated. Right. You know, they're they're older people. They're fragile. I can understand. Right. You know what I mean? So I kind of just break the ice by just being, you know, joking or, you know, just be be subtle with my voice. Because I know sometimes my voice can be real deep and a little scary. One lady told me today, she was like, yo, I wouldn't want to get into a fight with you. And I'm like, how did you say that? <laughs> you know, I understood what she meant. You know, I tell right. but she's like five, four. I tell it over. I'm, she's skinny and small. She just looked at me and she's like, who are you? I'm in your transportation. Don't worry. I'm going to take you home. But she's just looking at me like, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with you. But that's just because she's looking at the size. But once she got to know me, we had a conversation on the way home. She got to know me. Right. You know, so I just try and be that that type of person because I know I have that physique that kind of scares people at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can relate. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Antoine, why did your voice go down a couple of octaves? Yeah, I had to get the point across. I played with. Well, I sent Omar. Was no, oh, that what it was? <laughs> that was I'm my old. With me, most times I look at it because, like, with the with the music, I'm a big boy, so I have no hype man when I do these shows. So I get on there and I spit line for line. No, I don't rhyme over my lyrics. Thank so, you. Thank you. I salute every MC that performs live over a show track and not over their lyrics, man. The most you might hear is my ad-libs in the background. But that's it. I do my show tracks. I rhyme word for word. I practice, make sure mine is on point so I could be, you know, I come from the era you never know. Somebody could tell you today, right now, yo, let me hear something. You gotta go. Right. And that's and that's not and that's not a knock, you know, for any MC that does the rhyming over, but um I just feel like if I'm gonna listen to you rhyme over your verses that I might as well just save my money and just listen to your song. Well, prime example of verses. Dipset and mm-hmm. example. It's not that people didn't like the music that Dipset was doing. Those were classic songs. But the performance from the locks outshined everything they were doing because there was no lyrics behind anything right. they were doing. It was all rehearsed, ready to go. They were ready to go. You could tell these dudes were polished, ready. They do this on the regular. Yeah. So that that made the difference. It's not that people don't like Dipset and not that Dipset is why. It's right. just the performance level was way on two different, it was on a two different scale level. You had the locks here and you had Dipset rhyming over the lyrics. That's not good. Right. And there's a, uh, I call it a, I call it an infamous video, but there's a video on, uh, on YouTube. Um, the So So Deaf, I think it was their 20, five-year anniversary that they did um a couple of years ago and um they had uh jay-z there because of course he and uh jd have the um 
the song together. Um, money anything. Yeah, money anything. So then, of course, he, you know, Jay, they finished the song and Jay goes to walk off, and Jermaine Dupree like, nah, bro, that's, you, you gonna work. You came here to do something. And Jay Z wanted to do a song, and the only version of the song that the DJ had had his vocals over it. Jay was like, nah, bro, we're not. And he kept trying to play it. You know, he kept trying to play the song. And Jay was like, bro, I don't do this. And then he just ended up spitting his verse a cappella. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen Jay perform a million times, and he's never, to my knowledge, performed over, over his lyrics. And again, it's not, it's not a knock to anybody because I know a lot of people that use their lyrics, but I just feel like from a performance standpoint, it comes off, it, it comes off better for me when you're not performing over the words. I just think it, I think if you rhyme over your lyrics, you're really not prepared. It's like being prepared for school. You're either halfway prepared or you fully prepared. If you fully prepared, that means rhyming over your tracks, knowing your words, knowing your words, knowing your, knowing your cadence, knowing how to meet every track. You know, people make jokes about DMX at times about him getting high and everything. But I tell you one thing, I've seen that man know all his songs word for word and play any beat at any time. He's going to go right into it. Never had a hype. That's what makes an artist. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, this is your art. If you don't know it, how you expect me to un- to, to appreciate write? Appreciate it, right? Appreciate if someone it. else. Else appreciate it. Show. I want to show you that this mm-hmm. is what I do without the studio. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the studio, I could take do a million takes and make it sound good, but when I perform it, I, ain't, I I'm not gonna get those takes. So right. I gotta know it, know the breathing routine, know how to get it going. I mean, you see the best performances. I give you one. What's the rounds? What's the rounds? I was sitting up here thinking about his verse on Chris Brown. And how, he, how he kills that when he does it live. As a hype man, which is split, and they yeah. are immaculate with it. But you've never heard Bus Rhyme over his. his nope. Over his nope. He knows all. The, that's what mm-hmm. makes a better performer. Yeah. Right. And, and I noticed because I, I go to a lot of I go to a lot of shows uh, in the DMV area. And the one thing that I notice about especially a lot of the young artists, especially those young artists that play that music where they just want to turn up, so to speak, that beat drops and they have their vocals on there. And like the first five verses of the song, they're dancing and they're yeah. not even, they're not even, you know, performing a song. They're literally dancing. And I've actually pulled one of the guys to the side. And you gotta be very careful when you do that because you never know, you know, what kind of reaction you're gonna get. But he asked me what I thought about the performance. So if you ask me what I think, now you're giving me the avenue to be honest and be yeah, real with you. Know. I didn't perform because you didn't perform. You know what I mean? He's like, what do you mean? I said, and I forgot, I think it was the, the, the second song that he did. I was like, bro, that song was on for like a minute and a half before you even started rapping any of the lyrics. And he thought about it and he accepted it. Whether or not he changes, I won't know unless I go and see him. You know, unless he happens right, to be something else. But you know, these are the kind of these are the kind of things that you know it makes a difference in performance. And I think a lot of younger artists are so into just what it has, what I have to do to get the song out. Yeah, that's that what I get the song out. 
that's the dancing, but yeah. they're not rhyming. I, I've I've seen that in many shows I go to. Uh, I, one one show I went to, it was it's funny because when I looked around, kind of like the oldest dude there. And then, <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. No problem for me, but I could realize that people thought I was somebody that I wasn't. Mm. I was somebody important. So all through the night, people are coming up to me, rapping in front of me and everything. And I'm just sitting there, okay. So finally they call me to perform and everybody kind of looks like, oh, he's just an artist. So now I have the attention of the room though. Right. So when the beat comes on, everybody looks. I did the song, Oh Lord, which was done with Haas. And when I performed that song, I did it just to show track, lyric, word for word. They heard me, and after I finished, all the young kids were like, yo, that was dope. Uh, and, you know, a couple of the kids was like, yo, you ain't have no hype, man. No, I know my music. I said, that's right. a mm-hmm. performance, bro. You know your music, and you spit it without the lyric behind it. And if you want to put the dance routine in, then you got to start working out to get that. <laughs> that stamina. I snapped my lane. So I'm not going to do all that jumping around and crazy. Not for me. But I, I mean, some of the kids, I seen some of the guys really do, their, do it the right way. And it was dope. You know, when the hook come on, then they start with they dancing. That's when you should dance. Right. And then when it comes back to the lyrics, but your lyrics. That right. way you have time to recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they rhyme so fast to the beat sometimes. That's the problem why they can't <laughs> You know what I mean? Some of them can, but most of them, you think about how much words they're saying within a four bar loop. Yeah. That's why they the breath control. They gotta learn. And they, right. Smoking all that weed and think you're gonna go on stage and do all of that. It's not gonna happen. Y'all stop <laughs> smoking the cannabis. <laughs> hey, listen, I don't knock anybody out. But you gotta be smart on how you do things. You yeah, you have to use you have to use wisdom. And I think that I, that's what I'm hearing in everything that you're saying is that you know, you have 25 years in this and you have seen some things, you experienced some things. You've even seen the transitions happen um, in music and, and rapping and, and performance and and the audience and how you're now, how you're getting your music out there. So that's yeah. all you're doing is um, just, you know, you're just saying, you got to use wisdom, but I think with that, young, you know, young people, and I mean, I, I think we've all had our moments before we even understood that, hey, we have to do things differently, right? right. Or we have to do things that are better for us and not what the crowd is doing. Well, the crowd, my thing is, we've no longer, I, I think music has went away from trend setting to most people following a trend mm-hmm. you know we came from an era of trend setting so you had people that dressed this way you had people that dressed this way right people that walk and do things this way and right. we've gotten more into that but i think it's more of a sheep herd mentality mm. now than wow. 
everybody wants to be, you know, the name brand and all of that. Yeah. And I think it's more, you know, like my wardrobe, I'll tell you no lie, my wardrobe is all black owned. It's all my homies' clothing lines. I buy yeah. their clothes. That's right. what I wear at my shows. As you see behind me, that's my hoodie, Smooth Daily. My cousin, Crazy Gear, L-I-M-Y, makes my hoodies. Mm-hmm. I keep everything. I try and keep everything black owned. I have brothers from, you know, he does the hard knock clothing. I have a homeboy that does bandit wear. I have a homie, you know, my brother Dave, Central Station clothing line. He does, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So, and he's got the women and kids. He's got online situations. He's all Long Island. I feel better doing that than buying a Louis belt for $400 or buying, you know, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, those four, four and $500 belts is a, is a lot. I, I, ain't got, I got time for that, man. I got other things to invest in. And right, right. So that's where my mm-hmm. goes. I'm 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 pretty much a simple dude too. So I don't like all the yeah. too crazy. I don't go too crazy with the, all the craziness of the jewelry right. and everything like that. I do have some jewelry, but I'm not going crazy with it. And right. I'm, you know, I'm not. I, I write <laughs> money. I'm invested and have some foundational currency for when my my kids get older. Right. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, that's the aim really for me. You know, right. Doing what I love. I have a nine to five. You know, if I have to do this for the rest of my life and do the music, so be it. But you know, hopefully I can get to the point. That's the aim to get to a point where I can live comfortably and be able to do this full full time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the that's the ultimate goal. But if not, it, I can tell that you have that love and that passion for the art form, yeah. you know, craft of it. So, you know, you're doing something you love and if you happen to can make a living doing it, you know. Then, then so be it. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And, you know, just having people like, you know, MJ around me, you know, Haji, uh, Rob Sports, Humag, that does, you know, my distribution. It, it to have those people around me and believe in me, and they come from a huge background of the industry. So, you know, I must be doing something right. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> More, right. more, more, more of a fun situation because now it's like, all right, let me see what I can come up with next. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. MJ says she don't mess with no junk. So, MJ, <laughs> no, MJ, that's like mother. She's like the mother of the hen. She keep everything yeah. Everyone's straight. <laughs> I mean, she keep you on your toes. You, you know, you might come home and slip one day and get that email. Hey, I need this. this. Okay, I forgot. I am on it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you need that sometime when you have people like that around you that believe in the product you do that you right. and actually help push, you know, your situation. Right. And, you know, some people say, well, oh, she's charging you, but nobody works for free. Why do people want to get something for free? You're paying for a service. And exactly. You're, so you pay exactly. for what you need. Sometimes looking at plate and you know as they say don't let your eyes be bigger than your stomach because sometimes mm-hmm. now you look at what you want what can you afford it at the time so you right. not be within your lane sometimes you know just working with mj I, I i've learned like okay i only need this much and then sometimes we go full package depending on what we need right. but you know, our services 
you know, they're, they're A1. I can't front. Everything has been a pleasure. She's always on point. She always puts you where you need to be. So mm-hmm. she asks no more than that. Right. There you go. We always shout out because she keeps our calendar full. <laughs> on top of me, I'm slipping with the flyers and the links. Hey, I need that. Yeah, man, you can't do it all. Sometimes you listen. You only have one. You only have one head. You can only wear, but maybe one or two hats. You can't wear so many hats. Sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean. And that's I learned that doing things by myself, and then hooking up with highs and him letting me know, yo, you're not by yourself. You have a team. So then sometimes when the team reach out, yo, send me this. I got you. I'm gonna do this. All right, cool. Good looking. And you know. You, so now when they start to do their projects and I'm sitting in the hibernation world working on mine, now I extend the favor. Yo, what you posting? Okay, let me repost that. Let me put it on my story. And that's the team, that's the teamwork you need. Mm-hmm. And eventually it'll work. It'll catch on and people will understand because me meeting you guys, you might might run into 30, 30, 40,000 people in a day. Right. I might run into 10. But out of those 10, they know a million. So now out of those 10 that rise the show today, we might all yep. have a million streams. Exactly. So it's just a matter of letting people know and staying in contact with people and telling people what you're doing. Right. Not being ashamed to reach out. Alania, he all in our lane right now because we talk yes. about <laughs> we, we try to tell people. It's, it's, it's really just that simple, man. But um, yes. let's get into this video, man. Talk a little uh, bit about the Beast and the Wolverine. Well, Beast of Wolverine, shout out to my bro, Ron Rucker, and my sister, Jaleesha Sings. This is, like I said, it was more of a, a look towards the future of hip-hop. Like, we tried to make the setting in 2020, 2052, to more make it seem, you know, futuristic and how they're going to probably try. Because they're slowly just trying to devalue hip-hop. So... We were trying to show all of that, and then with the artificial intelligent rappers and stuff, they figured they try and download from dope rappers and make their own, and then sign their own rappers. They don't need us. So that's where me and Ron Record are wanted by hip hop police, as they would say. They they wanted by the popo, <laughs> the hip hop popo. So, I mean, it's pretty much explained in the beginning. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say when you when you see the words scrolling up at the beginning of the video, it, it definitely. Yeah, but that was the synopsis of what the right. whole video was about. So we just tried right. to keep the image and the song within that. All right, so let's get into this video, Beast and Wolverine, and then we'll be back with more access grant. Here we go. All right. And Alina, you know I screw this up almost every time I try this. So. Yeah. 
close intentions Stepping out inside the booth My drip different, ill swag nigga Cause I'm the truth No cake, I'm getting cake Flying in the coop Pimp game, got your girl Looking like a nigga cute I move different, spit fire and hell venom 2020 vision, hit long range to lift them Exquisite on the rhythm, flossing Purple be my denim, blue cheese like Haji Put you in season coffin Spider senses, off in your off switch Hancock like Hancock, watch lanes get off quick Channel energy, got me fly without the cockpit Beast and Wolverine, snooze and rattle with the hot shit Phantoms like Xavier, my nigga when we drop hits David Banner doors like the Hulk, fuck a locksmith I'm all about them digits, M's is the mission when we squat up Swinging hammers like dog get chopped up The wicked games we play Sherwood used to live life every day Hustle just to get it right every way But what you talking about, we gonna make it out The wicked games we play Sherwood just to live life every day Hustle just to get it right every way what you talking about? We gonna make it out. Fast in the scar face, narcotic hieroglyph. Hard body, no microchip. I stay organic drip. Hit harder than wooler splits. Deep in her uterus. Five power back shots later. Whose power you is this? You ain't used to this future risk. That make computers glitch. Maneuver swift. Lyrics ludicrous. Yes, your dudes are fist. Shots fire when the Ruger spits. Revolutionist. On some payback. December 4th. Retribution shit. Pollution thing, who composed, cause pugilist, flows proving this, he's one of the greats at doing this, hardest Hendrix, when he plays rips, AK clips, hand grenade hits, catches clay with K-Swiss, I am ageless, walk the head in a cypher, I am pageless, razor blades, the silicone, out the fake tips, quarterback flips, the actress, the mattress, when I back flips, then the max spin. The wicked games we play, A lot of special effects going on in that video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we did it. We shot it all in the green screen. I, hope I that- was gonna ask you that. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Yeah, we kind of wanted. To, I wanted to do something different. Shout out to Carl and Root Productions. They did the first video, and I kind of wanted to give them a challenge. You know, and I told them I was like, "Yo, I want to shoot a green screen video." And they was like, "Yo, let's do it." So we made it right. happen. That looked like that was a lot of fun too, man. I mean, it was, and it, it was done during COVID, so you know we had to be very decisive on how we do it because of the, you know the limitations of how many people we can have at a time. Right. So it, it was it was dope. Shout out to Peer Space in the city. You know they definitely held us down and you know gave us the the, the place and we did the whole green screen everything right there in the back. Oh, nice. Awesome. 
Awesome. So is this uh is this a song from an up and coming project? Is this like the first single or? Nah, that's actually the second single out from me a high. The first one was Oh Lord from last year. Okay. 2021, we dropped the joint called Oh Lord. The video's out on YouTube as well. But um, these are the first two joints we did with Haas, and then we're about to get into an EP right now we're working on. You know what I mean? So definitely thank you, Odessa Road. You know what I'm saying? But um, we definitely, you know, try, we're just trying to, like, work on, like, giving people good music. I don't want to just make an album to make an album. Neither does he. So we're kind of like attacking it as making singles, but it's going to wind up being an EP. So, you know, we we got more treats coming, as I would say, because watch out, you know, my sister Catherine Swain is down with the team. You got Tony Stills, you got my brother Renoir Dollars, Silence the Fifth, Pop the Brown Hornet, you know what I'm saying, El Hag, you know what I mean? We got a whole team of people coming, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to be fun. It's, it's definitely fun to work with all of them. And, you know what I mean? Definitely outside of my crew, RMG Studios, my boy Reels, you know, my brother Jamal Milton. He definitely got a dope album out, you know, and he's got a second one about to drop. Um, you know, shout out to my brother, Young Legacy, my boy Max Bond just in, had a birthday. So shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? And, um, Definitely. Just shout out all my brothers, the Coneheads. Shout out to my brother DC, because they definitely hold me down. You know what I mean? My brother DC does the concert series during the, during the summer for a lot of young artists to get a chance to perform. You know what I mean? As we was talking, I've been in that situation where I pulled a couple artists to the side and, you know, my dude, you're dope. Stop rhyming over your lyrics. Go on, learn your lyrics. It'll be a better performance. I've seen some of them come back and way better performance. You know what yeah. I mean? A lot of them are young. They don't know. Yeah. Right. You know I mean? right. So it's best to take that time. You know, like you said, you don't know how they're going to receive it. But the best thing, like, they, they've seen me up there perform a couple times. So a lot of times I'll just come to them when they perform. Because sometimes I just go to the show even though I'm not performing. I'll just go. Just right. to support, see what, see what young kids, you know, support right. so many young right. kids out here. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it's, it's cool when they see an older artist that's doing things. And they see them under the crowd. Kind of gives them a little more, you know, confidence to keep going. Yeah. So let that be a lesson to y'all youngins. When, you know, <laughs> You know, when one of us older guys come to you and pull you up and, you know, and, and put that information in your ear, you know, don't look at it as we hating, you know, because I'm not a rapper, so I don't have no reason to come and try to hate on you. But we're just trying to, you know, give you what, you know, something that you can use to build on so that you can become a better artist. It's all about the approach, because a lot of times I'll pull them to the side, you know, not in front of everybody. I'll be like, yo, right. I'll let you for a minute. You know right. what I mean? And it's not really just to put them on blast. It's just right, like, exactly. Exactly. Yo, my dude, it'd be a lot better if you did it this way. Yeah. Right. Right. Cool. But you could be doper if you just rhyme, stop rhyming over your lyrics. Learn your lyrics, bro. You know what I mean? I heard it from the OGs. <laughs> stop rhyming over your lyrics. 
And like I said, the one dude, he approached me and asked me how I like this. So I was like, well, let me go ahead and take this opportunity to be real. I'm not going to sit up there. <laughs> yes, man, and tell you that I thought you was fire when I didn't. You know what I mean? got to be real. Yeah, absolutely. I expect that. And that's why I'm glad I have the team I have, especially with my brother Reels, brother Biz, because when I'm in the studio recording, you know, I'm the older dude. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm in there and they be like, they'll stop it. Yo, no, mm-hmm. that, that's not the verse. We got to find the verse. All right, well, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to have that, you know what I mean? is definitely dope too. So, you know what I mean? It's, it, I always say it's a team effort because mm-hmm. if you have a lot of yes men around, you're going to get being for a rude awakening. So sometimes it's best to humble yourself. And even with the young boys, these are my boys. And they'll tell me, yo, that is trash. No, <laughs> let's go. You guys are better than that. Let's go. That don't that. You know what I mean? So you just got to have people that are willing to see you do, you know, do your great work. Mm-hmm. You know, do your best work. You got people that want to push you to your, your limits. Yeah. And I have that. And I'm blessed to have that. And I'm grateful. You know what I mean? I have a whole dope team of artists around me. And not even just artists, but other artists that, you know, rhyme, make beats. And, you know, it's just fun to have. You know what I mean? I can, I got brothers that I've produced for them 20 years ago, and now they're making beats, making beats for me. So wow. it's dope. That's crazy. Everything coming full circle. So yeah. that's and Mohammed from Mohammed Media tuned in. Um, appreciate you, bro, as always. This has been fun, man. Yes. It's been a lot of fun, man. I definitely appreciate, you know, you just coming up and, and kicking it with us for a little bit. You know what I'm um, saying? I'm glad you have me, man. I, yeah. I, I like, like the, the thing is to be, you know, be out there and network. And yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that's for me as an artist because you never know. You, know you never mean? know. Yeah, we have a we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of MCs from Baltimore that be up your way quite often, man. So you know, maybe somewhere down the road we can make some connections and you know see if you guys can work together and do some things. I think that I'm, hoping, I'm open to work with anybody as long as it makes sense. I'm not gonna right. sit here and say right. I right. work, but it's gotta make sense. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, I'm I'm not judgmental to anybody's music. I'll I'll try and do something. You know what I mean? And yeah. and. I'm not I'm not the best, but I'll put my best foot forward in anything. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So I mean most times I work with any artist, you know, I don't do the trap. I've I've got a lot of the young boys that want me to do the trap. I did one. And ever since I've done one, everybody's been on my neck. So <laughs> you probably will start hearing a couple more. But I mean, it's all in fun because you know what I mean. Sometimes it's, it's like I'll tell them, okay, if I do a trap joint, then you gotta write an old school joint I and mean, you gotta get on. Right. <laughs> you gotta pay it back. Just one of those one and watch the other. I'm, 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 you know. And then it's always just cool to collab with other artists and see yeah. what they come up with. You know? Right. I got some things coming up soon. My shout out to my sis, Honey De Niro. You know what I mean? Another Brooklyn rapper. She she's got some bars. She's not your average female MC. She's not the the sexual. Like she's she's very pretty. She's very attractive, but she doesn't rhyme like most of yeah. the females. She spits bars, and she's nice. What's her name again? Honey De Niro. Honey De Niro. I'm gonna look her up. 
you know, definitely look up. She's dope. We got something coming out soon. Yeah. You know, um, shout out to my brother Max Bond. You know, another Long Island rapper. He got he, he like I said, he just had his birthday a couple of days ago. But um, he's got an album that just dropped. I think it's dropping either Friday or it's dropped Friday. Okay. Oh, nice. So he's got some stuff, and then you know, like I said, there's a lot of young artists and, and older artists my age that are still working that have some dope. I, I got my brother Sean Haynes. We're about to work on some stuff soon. He's actually got his album out right now too. So you know, check into those artists. They got some dope music, man. I'll tell them to reach out. You know, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, especially Honey, because I, I I got a feeling I might want to get her up there. Oh, she's dope. And definitely, we got something coming up. I ain't gonna say that. I'm just going like, when it come, you'll see. <laughs> I'm be honest. He ain't giving us the exclusive, y'all. Y'all got situation you meet somebody. I was at a show, Meta. You know, I heard about it before, but finally met her. Gotcha. I was at the show, and I after I performed, I told her before I left, I said, "Yo, I got something I've been wanting to give you and put you on. Let's do it." She was like, let's work. So we exchanged information. I sent her the beat. And the funny thing with me is I'm the type of artist, when I'm working with somebody and I send you a beat, I want you to be comfortable. So I kind of let her take lead on the song. Mm. And she sent me back. I knew it was going to be dope, but when, what she sent me back kind of like was above my expectations. Oh, wow. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> This is what I was waiting for. So, you know what I mean? And then I got another joint with Pop the Brown Hornet that'll be coming out probably like in here, like top of the year sometime. And I'm gonna be actually about to start working on it and get together. So I got some things in the works and just, you know, slowly getting there and just taking my time to make sure that everything, every move is right and everything makes sense. Right. That's what it is. Sound like you're working hard, bro. Let everybody know, um, like your social media, your contact information for any MCs that might be watching or any artists that might be watching that want to, you know, possibly. I always tell people, Google the name Snooze Daily. I got free music, free downloads, there's free streams on certain sites. Um, as far as Instagram, Snooze Daily, you know, that's mostly what I use, Instagram. You know, I always tell people, just Google me or hit me up on Instagram. I definitely reply. You know what I mean? And like I said, you can look in the bio. There's other links in the bio. You can see other music. I actually got a mixtape out with DJ Cool Kid called The Movement right now. It's on number one music in SoundCloud. So I tell people, check that out. It's some dope music to ride to. You know what I mean? It's it's relative music. It's not a bunch of killing and all of that. It's just real dope hip-hop music. Nice. You know what I mean? So I always tell people, check it out. You know what I mean? It's definitely a tribute to my bro. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So just check it out. Yeah, rest in peace to your brother too, man. You know what I mean? So thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was kind of hesitant to Google Snooze Daily because that's such a not as a name, but just the words are so common that I didn't know what I was going to come up with when I put that in. Came straight to you and all of your all your. That's years. what he said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Back then, coming up, I was I was at a conference where the CEO was like, he gave a little sidebar trip. He always said, if you 
make your name like everybody else, you don't stand out. So you have yeah. all the drums, all those young DJs, this, this. And I always thought, okay, if I'm gonna name myself Sleep, I did the Sleep Productions with the with the beats, but then I realized there was a lot of sleep. There's a uh, there's a comedian, a Nigerian comedian named Sleep. Oh, okay. So it was wild because I Google like you Google Snoozy, I Google my name, and that came up. So I realized, okay, I gotta change it. Like I said, then my cousin gave me the name Snooze. I added the daily. And basically, like you said in the beginning, means don't sleep on me. That's right. But don't sleep on me. <laughs> I'm going back, dude. Don't take my kindness for weakness. That's right. Uh, <laughs> don't get it twisted. Very nice, dude. But don't take my kindness for weakness. <laughs> Wonderful. That was good. It was good an interview. Yeah, definitely appreciate you taking some Thank time you. for us this evening, man. Nah, I appreciate you having me. And like I said, anytime you ever need anything or you need anything, just let me know. Hit me up at snoozedaily at gmail.com. I'll tell the artists that. They can hit me up my email and holla at me. You know, send me something. If it's worth working on, I'll drop something and send it back. Let's get it. All right. In other words, he's telling y'all don't waste his time. Make sure it's worth it when y'all reach out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. Give it up for my guy, Snooze Daily. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Have a good night. The Islanders going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Man, I have no idea. (laughs) I definitely want to go to a game, though, because I live down the block from the new arena right now. Oh, okay. I I wish we could get an NHL team here in Baltimore, man. I haven't been to a hockey game probably since I was a teenager. You know, and I'm and I'm I'm in my I'm like thirty years old now, so it's a different it's a, like a friend of mine's went he was telling me it's a different atmosphere. It is, it is. Oh my god. Crazy. No yeah, and, no idea. You know, I just wanna go and enjoy myself. I've 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 watched hockey before as a I went to a Rangers game, but that was that bad as a square garden. So oh, I'd rather I'd rather you know, I've never done an island again. So yeah. Definitely wanna do one of those. I don't hope you make it to one this year, bro. Oh yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm a, it's not that hard. I'm gonna just have to just stop procrastinating one day and just go buy the ticket and oh, come. And you said you right down the street, so it's no excuse, man. You he said a whole block. He said a yeah. block. like a couple blocks down, but it ain't that far. I can walk. Hey, he, hey, New Yorkers walk forever, man. That's that's right? not. They walk different boroughs for cheesecake and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Diddy in the band. Shout out to Diddy in the band. All right, bro. We appreciate Thank you, man. You, Enjoy the rest of your evening. Good luck to you with everything that you're doing, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you. And same to you. All right. Okay. Thank you. Good night. All right. Good Snooze night. Daily. Snooze daily. <laughs> Don't sleep on them, y'all. I, I like I like the uh I like the advice that he was given. And you know, there's there's such a there's such a divide between the older and the younger generation of hip hop. Oh, yeah. And um, you know, you have some younger people that are willing to like take that advice, but then you have some that feel like, mm-hmm. Hey, I've been doing this for three years now, you can't tell me nothing, you know. Right. You yeah. haven't you haven't made it, or you know, in, in their eyesight of what made it is, made it not is, right. realizing that he's just you know, if you can go be in something for 25 years 
and you walk into people's presence and they think you are some big producer or something, you know, that says a lot. That says how his character and how he moves, you know? And he's seeing real humble. That's what I like mm-hmm. about him. Yeah, so it was a good deal. Very good. All right. Um, give everybody your, your, your put all your business out there in the street so people know how to follow you again. All right, y'all. Y'all can follow me on YouTube at Alenia Renee. Y'all can also follow me on the Joy Nook Book Club podcast on YouTube as well. And then coming up will be Juicy Bits and Things, and I'll be letting you know where you can find me there. So if you follow me on YouTube, you'll be able to find out everything or everything, everything, everything. E R apostrophe T H A N G. Um, as I'm sitting here looking at the calendar, we don't have a guest for next week. We get a break. We get a break. Because it's Halloween and we might just go (laughs) trick-or-treating. We might just go trick-or-treating. You go ahead. You go ahead. Let me tell you, um, I do know for a fact that we have, um, a couple of amazing guests coming up um, in November. There's some people that I'm definitely looking forward to oh, talking good. to. Good deal. Um, I'm not going to put those out there yet, but um, stick around, man. Stick around. Yeah, you, you never know who might be in the box in the bottom of the screen when we when we bring them up. Oh, Let's look go. at that! Look at that! Surprise! 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 I love you. <laughs> I love me some Elise Neal. <laughs> I love me some Elise Neal. You know what? I, on that note. <laughs> I love teasing folks. Because <laughs> they're going to be no. like, so what you say? We, you know, they're going to be typing in there. You're <laughs> working on some stuff. You never know. You, no, that's you know. right. I know that's um, right. You'd be surprised. And I'm, I'm going to say this and then we can get out of here. You will be surprised how just the inbox or an email can open up a world of connections. Oh it's yeah, absolutely. It's just that simple. So with right. that being said, man, everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. Alenia, uh, enjoy your week off. Um, I'll still pay you for next week. <laughs> so, <laughs> but enjoy the time off, man. Um, definitely well-deserved. You know, I think we, we both been kind of, you know, running the rat race. Yes. There. We've been pulling it. We've been pulling yeah. it. Yeah. There's so, nothing wrong with it. So with that being said, man, we love you guys. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back in two weeks. Two. Access, access granted, access granted, access granted, access granted. All right. Good night, y'all.